He's fucking <laughs> eating cereal with it. <laughs> <laughs> he rests the cereal bowl on top of it. Just <laughs> it comes up and feed him like Chris, like, like a fucking elephant's trunk. Yeah. Just bringing him an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Last night was fun, man. It was really fun. Yeah. I had a great time. Oh, cold open, I'm guessing. And then uh, intro, is this a cold open? Yeah. yeah I usually just uh, take a something funny from the episode and just like play it for like a few seconds and then the intro and then oh, okay. go into That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of fruit snacks, a lot of laughs. Uh, I, got, of I got cornered by a couple of cougars at the first show. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was very odd. Oh, was it the the Greek lady? No, it was the ladies <laughs> who were sitting at the at the uh, at the the um, what do you call it? Not the at the kitchen counter and at the show. Okay, yeah. Like the three sitting on the on the end there. Yeah, I got cornered. I went to, I went to go get my. Uh, I was looking at the guy's art, mm-hmm. and uh, as I was walking out, they were just like, "Hey!" And I was in the corner. They were like, "You're so talented." You're so this. They were grabbing my All right. Uh, Time to go. I'm so married as well. How old do you think I am? I'm like, uh, 29? (laughs) These bitches are clearly 50 and up. Yeah. It can be weird as a large black man around older white women. Yeah. Yeah. You're a big dude, but you get to, man. People just like, hey. People want to touch and feel. Not anymore. Now that I have titties, uh, not not I mean, so much. I'm not in great shape. But it does, I, I just think women like thick dudes. I think they like a bigger guy. Like, yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind this uh, mountain me. <laughs> <laughs> you said not anymore. Wait, was it the girl? Yeah, yeah no, I get. I got. You know, when I was in shape. Fine, whatever, man. Women like that, but like, I don't know. I don't know if they're into two seventy two. T- 230 maybe I'm 270, 270. yeah but yeah, you're I'm also like tall. almost 7 foot tall I'm 6'2 you're 6'2 that means I'm 5'7 you're not 6'2 I'm 6'2 damn dude same height. I've been lying to myself the whole time how tall are you I think just 6 foot even but I feel like you're like it's the hair I think it's the hair could be your face standing over on no, I'm not. Dude, I'm, I'm not six four. No. If I was six four, I would be in the NBA. No, you said you you said you were trash at basketball though. Not if I was six four. <laughs> if I was six four, it wouldn't fucking matter. Six two beats nothing. Six four. Six four different. I know. Back uh, back when I was in a little bit better shape, I was still working on being able to dunk. And I, I just I was able to like drop it in and touch my fingertip. But I never. No, I started like working out specifically on like trying to jump higher oh, for yeah, for about three months, and then I was just like, I don't play basketball anymore. Yeah, Why am I doing this? I was just. I gotta say, man. I like, just wanted to be able to dunk once. That's all. I'm 43, and there's this thing in me like where I feel the same thing. I'm like, I want to dunk one more time. I was I wasn't a big dunker. I'm not. I'm not. I was never super athletic. Like, I got to a point where my age matched my athleticism. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like when I was 23, like, this dude's fucking slow. He's not good. But, like, when I turned 37, it's like, he might have been pretty good when he was yeah. younger. It's like, nah, this is how fast <laughs> I've is, always been. I was you're always at this level. No, fucking today I'm going to a fucking volleyball tournament to play some sand volleyball. And, uh, you did or you're going to? I'm going to. Uh, yeah. And bro, it's windy as fuck. It's inside. Oh. How'd you get into that? Um, Indoor beach volleyball in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, dude. Uh, so my girlfriend uh, just wanted to do like an act- fun activity with like some of like her coworkers and friends, and she started doing it, and then asked me to go, and I was like, no. And then they needed a sub one time, and I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty fucking fun. Uh, and I actually I used to do it with my ex too. Max was like a really good volleyball player. Oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stanford. Oh, nice. <laughs> no. Uh, no, she was uh, she was pretty good. She played in college, but I don't. Rem- I think it. I think it wasn't like a super good team. I can't remember. I'm impressed by anybody that plays college sports on any level, man. I think that's impressive. Yeah, that's just hard. Oh damn! Bluffton Beavers football. What's up? Nice. What was that like? Um, it was. It's the type of college where um, if you apply, you if you show up to the football team you're in, it was D three. So it, but uh. It, here, what's funny about D three is that every once in a while, a supreme athlete comes through that yeah, should have been D one, D two. And uh, like, uh, I played against a guy who ended up, you know, just like practice squad, but ended up like making it on the Bengals, like practice squad, right. just ragdolling my bitch ass because I was I was a lineman, offensive lineman, but I was like two twenty at the time, so I was little. That's small. Yeah. That's really I was little. That's definitely. A- I'm not telling the shit, but that's definitely a D3 size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't, and I was super slow and not very strong. And that's when you were like, I'm going to the Army. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow. No, you want to know how stupid I am? I graduated college and then enlisted. <laughs> I got Nice. I got tricked, man. I went to, I was looking up like, okay, I want to go to officer candidate school. How do I get there? So I just, my Google search just led me to a regular recruiter who I thought was not a regular recruiter. And he just, he just lied. He's like, yeah. ah, man, your GPA is not good enough. Like, you wouldn't be able to get it. I'm so sorry. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll enlist. And then every single officer I talked to after I got in was just like, hey, that's not true at all. He wanted those numbers, man. I was like, motherfucker. Well, actually, he referred me to the guy who I lived closer to, so he didn't even get the commission. That's why I oh, trusted he what he was saying. Yeah. Man, they, they got you, huh? Yep, they fucking got me. Oh yeah, they want they want to get people in. Oh yeah, and to be to be fair to those guys, uh, sometimes like especially like if you're uh, somebody's trying to go in as an officer, they might not have like a certain amount of slots, and some people want to leave sooner than later. And it's just like, well, if you want to go now, these are the jobs that you have to choose from. Because it's like, I want to be an officer and I want to be a helicopter pilot, and they'll have to go through whatever systems they have and go, well. They're not going to have any starting classes for, like, nine months, man. Because it's like there's people, you know, there's already people slotted. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, we don't we don't have anything for that track for the next ten months or a year or something like that. And some people are like, well, fuck it. I just want to make me an infantry officer or make me whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go that, in. Yeah. That well, they, they'll try to lie to you, too. And he can attest to this because they, they got him before. They'll they'll tell you, oh, you can go in and be an officer. You have a degree. Yeah. Just tell them you, gotta, you have a degree and then you'll become an officer. But like once you become enlisted, it is very—it's not impossible, but it's harder to do. There's way more scrutiny 
uh, of you as an enlisted person to become an officer than it is like because any asshole going to college can join ROTC mm-hmm. do four years get out not, not graduate and then end up as an officer in the Air Force Army mm-hmm. or whatever but like once you join it's just you gotta jump through so many hoops you, like all your performance reports have to be top notch your PT scores have to be top notch I mean it's just like you're, you're going in already better than most of their officers People who didn't even go through any of this, you know, this stringent, uh, these, uh, they didn't have to jump through these hoops to to be to get a commission. So, yeah, but I, I think I, I think it's worth it. I've had a few friends. They uh, what they call a crossover to the dark side is what they call it. When you become an officer. <laughs> what but, they, uh, there's some fucking term for it in the art. Oh, uh, green to gold is what they call. It. Yeah. Uh, let me so let me show you a little uh, a, a difference. Y'all keep talking about something else. I'm sorry, like I'm up. No, I uh, my buddy went into the Air Force Academy like right out of high school. He became an officer, and like he has you when you do that when you go to like West Point or that you have to sign a commitment for ten years. Yeah, because four years of school, six years as an actual officer. So it's I just, I goddamn that's a such a that's scary a, thing. That's a big for at eighteen. Yeah, to just be like, all right, this is definitely for sure locking in the next 10 years of my life. That sucks, dude. No, I'm glad I didn't go into any branch of military. All right, so say you were a E5. Uh, for an Air Force, would be a staff sergeant. What's the E5 in Army? Just, um, sergeant? just sergeant, yeah. A sergeant, right? Say you're an E5 and you have uh, six years in. Your base pay as an E5 with six years in is 34 was this 1992 this is current this is now 34 3400 dollars a month that's your base that's your base pay that's terrible yeah but you also get money for your rents paid for like okay yeah Mm -hmm. so your rents paid for you get you get a basic allowance for housing so that's that's your pay again it's e5 six years it's not the best but it's uh it's better if you have a wife and kids you make like a hundred thousand dollars no <laughs> but so you, like, like uh, everything changes i wonder what they be yeah. i wonder be what the bh here is in uh in columbus uh, uh so let me, let me i don't want to get sidetracked so <laughs> uh, uh e5 six years and uh thirty four hundred dollars and oh one was six years in, which is a, a lieutenant which it would be kind of rare to be six years in but that's forty six hundred dollars so it's almost like a thousand dollars more but then you have O1E paid. O1E is the person who was now an officer who used to be enlisted. And the O1E pay for somebody with six years is $4,500. $4, so like uh, oh, like the um, the officer enlisted pay is a little bit more than like, uh, off, uh, like regular officers because you do get credit for being in as an enlisted person. Like, let me make it a little bit easier. Are you trying to recruit me? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to explain it for people. Like a, a captain, a captain with six years in is sixty-seven hundred dollars. No, yeah, that's not terrible. A month, yeah. Oh, you know what? Damn, it's the same pay. I always thought the old one he got a little bit more pay. Maybe they changed it. All right, this went nowhere. <laughs> like one of Toloy's bits. No, I'm kidding. But I am like go you, all, you all, the whole weekend you've been doing that. We're like you say that shit, and you're like, hey, but I'm just kidding. Like immediately, like don't, don't be mad, don't be no, mad. Sit in my car, like, <laughs> Are you really gonna think about that? No, I don't. Is he gonna think about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. Not. No, I'm not. I think you are. Well, I'm not, oh, everybody. Was Anybody that's older than him, like he automatically just 
feels like they're his dad, and he starts feeling like ah, he's disappointed in me. That's not, you yeah. got dad issues? I don't, I don't. I guess, but he lives with me, so I don't even know how. He lives with you. He lives in my basement. That's crazy. He's a, he's a, he's a DJ. <laughs> He's a reggae DJ. Just, play, I just, man, when you told me that he's Dad, just, turn he's just, bro, he's just bumping just, his fucking music I, loud as shit while your son's trying to sleep, bro, and you gotta tell your dad it. to be like, quiet. Dad, can you, can you turn off Bob Marley? It's too, it's too young. Like, he just don't get it. And then he hung up. He was like a fucking teenager in my basement. I've been telling him like, can you not? How about, do you not talk about this? I don't know. I don't know. That's a I think he's worried man. his dad is going to kick his ass. <laughs> that too. Kick his ass. Kick him out. I, he's moving out on the 15th of this. You don't talk to him how you, how parents talk to other dads, like kids? <laughs> I, I would love a role reversal. To, to, to be able to like use the lines on my dad is the best. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sometimes I do, but like my dad also has anger issues, so I like, don't want to use this like a therapy workshop. I'm like, okay, no, we're so gonna role play your dad. dad. I'm terrified of my dad if he gets mad. Yeah, one of the nicest people, but you know you're a grown ass man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I've been told. Hey, dude, do you want me to fuck up your dad for you? Would that? I don't give a shit. So wait, when he moved in, did he tell you or did right, he so ask? Hey Chris, I'm moving in. <laughs> Here's what happened, so I would I would have told him no. I'm just my dad. I like we're pretty we're all right, but like yeah, well you wouldn't he, have told he, him no. You are afraid of this nigga. No, I would have told, told him he could stay. He told my I wasn't home and he just started moving and shit. And when my girlfriend was there, he's like, hey, I'm getting into. He was splitting up with his girl, uh, his wife, so he's like, can I just crash? The mom? No, no, I'm a, a stepmom. I, I was kidding, man. Oh. <laughs> you just said mom I'm kidding oh, yeah, right. yeah he was uh, leaving her and then he just showed up at the door and he was like hey Jasmine I'm just gonna crash here for four days and it's been 15 months wow but he's moving out though yeah, yeah, he's he's moving into your room. You gotta you gotta go down to the basement. Hey Chris, I'm taking the main room. You guys gotta move. <laughs> no, the fifteenth. I'm excited. He finally moved out. He stayed with me, paid off all his cars and his debt, and is moving out. All his cars? Yeah. No, he bought two cars since he's been living with them. Yeah, Instead of finding a new place, so he bought two cars. What does he do? <laughs> he works, uh, so he's like a truck driver, like for food delivery. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean oh, he yeah. doesn't make all his money as DJ One Love? Fuck no. <laughs> DJ One. Beep, 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 room. That's, that's his actual that's DJ intro, name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured DJ One. <laughs> beep, 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 room. Yeah. He gave up the DJ and he realized it was never going to go anywhere. So, Aww. at 40 or 53. Oh, he just Your started? dad's only 53? Yeah, he's like 53. Yeah. Damn, dude. What are you, 41? How, how old are you? Huh? How old are you? I'm 28. Damn, you, oh, man, you young as fuck. <laughs> how old are you? Uh, you don't yeah. know how old I am? 41. Three. 43. Yeah. yeah. That's shocking. I, I could be your dad. Oh, I, I could. I'm taking applications. <laughs> you got a basement? I can that's crazy, man. Your dad just—he just bogarted his way in and stayed over a year. Yeah, he, yeah. He kept telling me he's like, "Once the divorce is final, I'm moving out." That's it. That's it's such an exact thing. He's like, "It's been 15 months." That's such an—I didn't pick up on it first, months. but you know exactly how long it's been. Yeah, it's been Has he tried to get you to DJ? He did home. steal a venue. I'm DJ One. I'm DJ One. You can be a DJ Two. <laughs> <laughs> DJs on the ones and twos. <laughs> DJs on the ones and twos. My Bro. baby boy Chris. He, he actually he didn't steal the venue from us. 
we lost the venue and then to your dad. No shit. He, I came home and I was like, "Fuck, we lost that Saturday, Mike." He like, "You lost the, the Saturday, Mike, at the, the spot." And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'll be right back." And he went and talked to the fucking owner and then took over Saturday. <laughs> the same fucking day. He, he you better out. not break up with Jasmine. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jasmine broke up. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Bro, the next hey. weekend, the next weekend, he was DJing. Did you go to that? Wait, so he did wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you trying to tell me he wasn't even a DJ before? No, no, no he was that, he Oh, was I thought he was I thought My he dad, was like, I'm a DJ now. No, 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 no. That's what inspires greatness is taking shit from his yeah, son. And then it sucked when he took the venue. I didn't know that it was the same day. That's fucking funny. He was like, I'll be right back and went and talked to the owner. (laughs) It was gone. And then like the next week he was DJing was like reggae night. And then for some reason all the comics thought it'd be funny to go just walk. Oh yeah. Because he was mad that he lost his spot. So we all went to go support. (laughs) We all showed up. Daddy I thought it was going to be really funny to go up because he plays reggae songs. I was going to go up and request snow. And see how mad he got. <laughs> I decided against it. Would've it it would have been a thing. Then he told. Then he told me about how good of a boxer his dad was, and I was like, you know what? Oh, your dad was. It's not gonna be that funny. Yeah, I, used to box down I gotta see this dude, man. What's he look like? Like you? He's black. Let's see how scary this. Do I look black? You mean it? Let's see the. Let's see how scary this Jamaican man is. Hey, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna record this. Can you tell me that I'm black again, real quick? <laughs> you are black. No, but he makes a lot of jokes about how a lot of people think he's Filipino. Mexican. Yeah. yeah. You look Filipino. He got the profile he's got two Jamaican profiles. flat. Yeah. Oh, I thought he I thought he had his DJ profile and his, <laughs> and his personal. He doesn't know how to use forgot password. <laughs> he got motorcycles and all this shit living in your basement with all this money. <laughs> His kid's adorable. Kingston. Oh, Jamaica capital. Mm-hmm. That's your dad? Mm-hmm. Hey, he look young as shit. Yeah, he's a few. Yeah, he, he look, y'all look alike. And he a boxer? Yeah, you can't fuck with him. Nah, he's a... I think the one time I tried to step to my dad, he... Uh, oh, no. Right in the chest, dude, took there. And just you know, just you gave you a like, shot to the chest. He don't even remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think he punched me in the chest. I woke up and I couldn't breathe. That's I all I remember. Are you about fucking... <laughs> Nothing. About fucking, fucking nothing. No, oh. it was no, no, no. Uh, what was, anyways, he, I stepped to him. And I, I was like in seventh grade. I was like, you know what? Fuck oh, seventh so grade. Yeah. Man, this dude caved my fucking chest. Dude, you stepped on in seventh grade. That's yeah. So arrogant. That's a high school activity. He punched him. Bam. Pew 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 pew. Pew pew pew. DJ one. He made a clip of it. He mixed in the sound of you hitting the floor into yeah. one of his tracks. You seen those videos where like in, a, in like a little kid or somebody will fall and then yeah. over and over again and then yep. the beat drops. Down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they like what's that Twenty Century Fox opening was like? That's Star Wars. I fucked up. I, I think I'm one Wait, of the only people dad? in my uh, whole family no. who never fought their dad. I never did. I like, but like all of the Reams, my whole they, family, I, I, they I, all 
at some point fight their dead. I'm the only person I think that didn't. It it's never it never even <clears throat> occurred to me to fight my dad. No, I like he's like you know obviously irritates you, but my dad and I got along like really well. Like we're like really close, but we're close now. There's but you only know because of like. <laughs> Only I'll because you want to you want to stay away from his, yeah. from the jabs, yeah, dude. We're, we're close because I live above him. So. Yeah, but like my grandpa, my grandpa fucked up almost all my uncles at one point, and my dad. My dad like, used to beat my ass, like ass whoopings though. Like how how old were you last time you like? Well, other than the punch in the chest, I mean like disciplinary 26. ass whooping. Well, <laughs> I told him to quiet down in the basement the other day, well, and he fucking Chris. <laughs> he fucking yanked my ankle down the stairs. Yeah, it's like. And again, put it on a track. I think the last time my dad probably beat us, probably 10. Oh, yeah. He moved when I was 13. Went to Cali. Did he like, did he like spank you or did he like smack you around? It was like real ass whooping. And I was like with a belt. With a belt. We don't, we don't do, we don't spank. You don't spank at all? No. You do the hands? Hands free? No, he's 10. I don't, we don't put our hands on our son. At all, even when he was little, over discipline. Nah, really. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I thought I was gonna be like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be beating my kids." It's just like when you really think about it, it's just it makes <clears throat> no sense, man. Like, as an adult, like, why am I hitting a child? Like, I can't hit an adult, so why should I hit a, a, a person that big? I just, it just it's when you. It's I've just, never spanked. Well, you you said it because you can. Yeah, but why? <laughs> you think you're no. gonna spank if you have kids? Huh? Um, I, I think I'll, I'll probably do pretty much what my dad did was like, uh, and hope that that works because like I got spanked when I was like little. Like I don't even have any memories of getting spanked because like I started behaving pretty early on, so like I don't even have any memories of it. Uh, my dad did this thing where he never spanked me while angry. He'd always like wait until everything settled, calm down, and be like, "Hey, this is why I'm doing this. You need to know that there are consequences." few spanks i didn't like it but i was i think i think that's the way to go i think it worked out pretty good here's the thing if you can if you can calm down and go hey this is why i'm doing this then why can't you just continue to keep talking and not because i was a little shit yeah but but not hit yeah okay here's the difference like when my mom was in charge of discipline like when she was like in charge like he was like gone for a weekend or whatever it was i acted like a fucking psychopath what are we talking? Like, uh, I would go, would I would out? go hide in the, uh, like we would go shopping, and I would go hide and make her think that I was lost. Oh, that's not cool. No, okay. I was like, it was like psychological torture, and she was like, "Please stop doing that. I need to know where you are." And then she tried to like bribe me. She's like, "If you don't play the game where you, where I think I've lost my child today, I will get you Taco Bell afterwards." And then I was like, okay, mom, I promise, immediately. Hiding in the clothes racks. <laughs> and then the jumping out to scare her, because she scares real easy. And then and then I was like, what do you mean you're not going to get me Taco Bell? And she's like, I told you. And I was like, come on! Yeah. My son did that to me once at the mall, man. I fucking lost my shit. And oh. that's exactly what he did. He uh, he went inside one of the clothes racks. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, like the, the anxiety. I mean, dude, I... Yeah. The, the level at which the anxiety rises is exponential. 
Because it goes from like, oh, they're probably just around. And then like within 30 seconds, you're like, what the, like, where the fuck are yeah. they? And like, you lose it. Like I'm within two minutes, I'm like around them. I'm like screaming around them all. Like, where's my son? Where's my son? And then they, they come out like, that was fun. I'm like, what the, f-? It, it, it's really, yeah, that's something yeah. you should not do. To, a kid should not yeah. do their parents. You don't, you don't get it. You're like, you don't comprehend the level of like responsibility that they feel for you. So you're just like, okay. Dad's gonna get mad, but we're in public, so he can't hit me. So, so you obviously didn't have black parents if you didn't think he'd get hit in public. <laughs> <laughs> White people love watching black kids get. Actually, everybody loves watching kids get beat in public. Oh yeah, my dad used to just call "Oops upside your head." Like he'd walk behind you and just smack the shit out of the back of your head. Uh, for real, mm-hmm. oops. Oops. Yeah, like, oops. Oops. Excuse me. Dude, he so might have did something. Dude, so funny. You guys have that that's for something I didn't catch you for. Dude, there was a girl I went to church where she said her. And this guy was known as like the, because he had a bunch of kids. He was kind of known as like the disciplinarian in the church. And mm-hmm. everybody looked up to him because he had so many kids. They were so well behaved. And uh, like one of my friends, uh, I don't really talk to her anymore, but she just, she hated, she, she just talks about how much she hated her childhood. And she said sometimes he would just come in their room in the middle of the night and just start beating them, just spanking them. Just be, Damn. he was just like, that's just, just in case you do something in, in the future. It was like a pre-beating. So if she does it in the future, does she not get whooped again? Oh, you get another one. Wow, what's the point? I remember. I've already put the deposit on this ass whooper. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Taco he, Bell. He I prepaid. He, he hit me one time. Yeah, he like he slapped me in my back at church one time, and I, I turned around and looked at him like, like, what are you like, what are you doing? How old were you? Uh, probably like ten or eleven. Was it, a, it was a black church. It was right? a black dude, yeah. So he's, that was the Holy Spirit, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the Holy Ghost. But, uh, like, he, but I could, it was just weird because like the way he hit me, like the way he like did it, you can tell there was like I, maybe I shouldn't be hitting somebody else's kid. Why did he hit you in the first? What'd I can't. Doing? We were like laughing or just doing. We were being kids in church, just, oh. just jerking off in church, just doing something stupid. And he hit his own kid, then he hit me, and I was kind of like... Oh, but like, yeah, if you were jerking off in church, I, <laughs> yeah, obviously they have to put a stop to that. That's crazy. Really That's crazy that. behavior, man. I was 10! <laughs> it's funny. You always have a boner. What am I supposed yeah. to do? Yeah, we were like fucking around or laughing or something. He was, we were just fucking around, and he didn't like it. You have a story where you, uh, you had to go find your kid, and then you have a story about how you saw it from your parents. I have a story where my dad left me in a car, and I had to go find him. <laughs> he didn't know I was in the car. He went to AutoZone, I think. Tell him how old you were. I was like three or four. You got out to find him? Uh, yeah, I was in Arizona. Left me in the car. He was trying to kill you. I think he was. I walked in and you know what he was doing? Buying brake pads. And then he was in there for too long. The Mike Tyson fight coming up. All the guys were in there talking about Mike Tyson. And he left you in a hot car in Arizona. Yeah. I lived in Arizona for five years. It's hot. You literally, if you leave a candy bar on the dashboard for literally 30 seconds, it's melted. Yeah, it's hot. And he left his chocolate son in the <laughs> he was trying, he, Honestly, he, dude, he was trying he to kill you. He swears to this day he didn't know I was in the car. How do you... Uh, actually, I can't say that. Dude, you're... Okay, so you're... Th- you're in, like, a car seat. Like, you're he, little. He says that, because I, I knew how to put my son <clears> in the car seat. I, I was okay. like four. Okay. He says he didn't know I got in the car to go with him. I don't remember that part though. I'm pretty sure you know. I don't. I don't think you yeah. make it that far into the trip without no. Yeah, I didn't talk in the car. He didn't, yeah, he didn't look in the rearview mirror. At You're just all. the most polite child, yeah. quiet yeah, child was, in the history of the yeah, world that's ever existed. Yeah. 
Oh, God, buddy. Well, honestly, I shouldn't be here. Honestly, I don't know. <coughs> I should not be alive. Everyone's like, we give him a lot of shit, but then every once in a while he tells a story and everybody just gets real People sad and quiet. I did it. Beep, 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 beep. DJ One. DJ One. So, what's your comedy story, man? Um, You mean like how I got into it? Sure. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of it? Yeah, how'd you get into comedy? Why? Um, I'm doing the. I'm doing the uh... I wanted to. I didn't start until like you know late, just a couple years ago. I always wanted to. I just never did. I did college first, then military, and then got out, and then comedy. did it. Um, what What made me like first like start writing jokes as an adult? I actually was the. I was in Kuwait. And I came across YouTube videos of The Green Room with Paul Provenza. Oh, yeah, or, all those great shows, yeah. Yeah, and I just, I caught the one with uh, Patrice and Roseanne, and uh, I just was like, that looks, it looked like so much fucking fun, and I, and I was just like, I gotta, I gotta get in this life. Like, I gotta, so I started writing jokes then, and I did, like, my first stand-up in, like, 2019, when I got out, and... Did you, did you talk to anybody about it? Like, oh, uh, my buddy actually. We started a podcast a few years ago. Obviously, not doing it anymore. But uh, he was like, "I want to start writing jokes, and I want to get on stage." And he prompted me to do it for the first time. He couldn't end up making it, and he never ended up going on stage <laughs> ever. Yeah, ever. But he like finally was like, "I want to do it" because we're both huge comedy fans. So then I started after that but you started doing it while you were still in the air force which is nuts i somebody was saying that last night adrian i think right yeah, I was, <clears throat> yeah. that's yeah, my, ballsy dude uh, but my, my situation was more uh I, what was your did you have like a regular job in the, in the army where you could was it a steady like no, well um i mean no you pretty much just did whatever bullshit was around because my job's a job that could only be done in combat technically oh, yeah. so it's like uh what i have there's some term for it combat jobs or whatever it's called but um so yeah every day to day was like every once in a while you get lucky and do some training that was relevant but most of the time you're just doing bullshit with trucks or cleaning stuff or yeah you're doing 1800s on tra- on trucks and shit. Check- yeah. Checking checking tire pressures, <clears throat> oil. Yeah, just I actually hate that shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, I, I started uh while I was on active duty. Uh. Yeah, I had a regular like kind of office job, so I mean, it was uh, it was I had a steady schedule, <clears throat> so it was easy for me to just go out. And, and I started in Vegas. There were just mics everywhere, <clears throat> so I just started. I went, the first mic I ever did was a place <clears throat> called Pounders. And, and, uh, <laughs> I know, man. And every every it. comic, the first time, I thought uh, this was a gay bar. Ooh. Just like, and everybody's like, "Then why'd you come?" <laughs> so this this was like in uh this is two thousand eight. So that kind of those kind of jokes were funnier. You know, yeah. Then. The gay gay jokes. No, man. I I remember so, the arrogance of yeah, coming off like. Movie. So I did uh, a set. My first set was in a coffee shop, and then my next set was at Wiley's. Uh, in Dayton Sunday night yeah and it uh, gave me such a false sense of confidence cause it and I was doing like the hackiest like every time somebody's doing their first five minutes all the <clears throat> jokes of relating it to like sex like, well you know even if you do not, don't like it it's only gonna be five minutes like all that shit 
well, and just hating myself. Confidence when you're a new when you're a new comic because there's yeah. That's so funny because uh, I, I I had another buddy of mine. He still he lives in <clears> he, he got out the Air Force a while back, but my my boy Josh, he uh I got he got he started doing comedy. And he started out Wiley's too, and like he did like his first like five shows at Wiley's, <clears throat> and I was just like, hey man, we doing this show at like uh, I think it was like back in the day like Fox and Hound or some shit like that. I was like, you gotta do Fox and Hound. He's like, nah man, I, I love Wiley's. I'm like, if you want to do comedy, you can't just just do, do Wiley's. Uh, Wiley's. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of young comics get up get caught up in that. And to be honest, if there's certain scenes like in DC, there there are guys who only do like certain rooms. You know what I mean, like. Uh, before the pandemic, there was a room called uh, um, it was called uh, Big Hunt in DC. Really yeah. popular room. It, uh, my, my buddy Sean <clears throat> built it for years. Like everybody that's on the East Coast that's big now, Joe List, Mark Norman, Sam Marill, uh, like that whole class, they all used to come through Big Hunt. Like when they were like five, six years in, like when they were just getting their feet really, you know, in the mm-hmm. game. So like. Uh, He's just been that guy. He just had this steady stream of like New York comics coming in for like the last twelve years. <clears throat> but so it was like the premiere room. It was in the in this cool bar in the basement, low ceilings, dirty, gritty. Just like the audience is right on top of you. Like it's it was it's the, they had the nice cool table in the back. It, it was like DC's cellar, okay. and it was hard to get into. So like once guys got in there, like like they kind of like wore that as a badge <clears throat> of like honor. And, like, once they got into Big Hunt, they wouldn't do anything else. And, like, D.C. has been ripe with comedy for years. And it's just like, that's cool you get to do Big Hunt, but it's like you got to go out and branch out and do all these other things. But even in New York City, it's, it's, like, it's guys like that where, like, they only do the cellar. Or, like, you know, guys, they only do the stand. Or they might only do Gotham. Or they only do... It's like, you, if you really want to make it anywhere, you got to go out and do a bunch of different shows. Yeah. So, but, yeah, yeah Big, Hunt, Big Hunt was dope. R.I.P. to Big Hunt. But uh, he he bought a club. My friend Sean bought a club now in D.C. It's called Hotbed Comedy Club. Oh, nice. It's in Adams Morgan. And it, it's fucking great, man. And it's, it's like dope watching people climb in comedy, like getting better, headlining and all that kind of stuff. But it's also really cool to see people on the production side, producers, people who have really worked their ass off, watching them build something. And now Sean has his own club. You know, like uh, he was even telling us at one point, like people from like talent agencies and stuff, they're like, hey, man, you should be a manager. Like, some of those guys get so good at producing, like, where they actually can start to get recruited by uh, talent agencies, and they want, hey, man, you should be you should be a talent manager. You know, so that, it's, it's pretty cool to watch people um, uh, come up in, in all different uh, aspects of comedy. Like, coming up here in, 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 uh, in, in Dayton, in Ohio, watching people who work the funny bone, watching that guy or, or gal work the bar, or they're, they're, they're seating people, you know, watching them slowly become, like, the bar manager, you know, and seeing them like run the show on Thursday to eventually becoming maybe the kitchen manager, assistant manager, and then eventually like my friend Janelle, John Craig's uh, a wife, uh, she she went from the ticket booth to being a general manager of the Funny Bone, and that, that's fucking cool, man. Mm-hmm. Just watching people, just in all facets of comedy, just like level up over time, man. It's it's really cool, man. Yeah, we're so like new into the game that we still haven't really had much chance to see any of that shit happen yet. No. Uh- yeah, that's that's true. He oh, was yeah, he was already yeah. making it happen in Columbus, oh, and then the it, pandemic hit, and then his blow. TikToks exploded, oh, and then the guy blow up like that. Yeah. That's yeah. always gonna be cool. So man. yeah, yeah. So, like, that's true. One night you're hanging with him, a 
shrunken head, and it's like, oh, this dude's on the Steve Harvey show. Yeah, and what's what? what's really funny is that like people who like barely knew him, like we're not like friends or anything. We just like know each other in passing. But like people who have the same level of familiarity as like I do, showing up and like posing for a picture and trying to say that like they are all working together and big things are coming out soon. I was like, you guys weren't even on a show. Like you just you saw him. He was hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a Columbus dude, right? He's, yeah, yeah. Like I, I I know Jason, but like yeah, like the same thing. It's know him in passing. Like we know each mm-hmm. other, but I don't know him know him like very very well. Mm-hmm. But like when he blew up, I was like, oh shit, fucking Jason. I was like, I was really really happy for the dude. Like, yeah. and I don't know him very well, but the few shows I were I was on with him, always a fucking killer comedian, mm-hmm. super cool, and I'm very very happy for that dude, man. Yeah, yeah super just, super cool, man. The, the blow up like that is it's, it's great, man. Yeah, he what he did with the TikTok was fucking. I don't even know where's he at now. What probably ten million people on there? Probably, probably higher than that. Yeah, one point something million on Instagram. Yeah, out of curiosity, let's see how many followers he's got. Um, TikTok is not easy for me, man. Well, here's here's what's interesting is that uh, because he's big on that, like a lot of like kids want to come to his shows, like fucking twelve yeah, to okay. fifteen years yeah. old, like want to come to his shows. <laughs> And then he's luckily 8, 8. like point nine million. Oh, damn. That's good though. And uh but luckily he was already a fucking really solid comic yeah. when that shit popped off. Oh yeah, off. that's what I was and see, yeah. and that honestly mm-hmm. that's what he is Jason Banks is a perfect example of like why to me the Midwest is so dope for comedy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you can be an East Coast guy or West Coast guy and, and, and you know, have your social media like pop like that. But most of the time, you're not getting that stage time. You know what I mean? You, you might get 5, 10, 15, maybe 15-minute 15 spots. But if you're in New York or L.A., you're not going to be getting these 20, 30 headlining gigs. But being in the Midwest, that guy put in the work. He had been, he Because I noticed like Jason was starting to headline. He was headlining before the pandemic. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. So you already know like this guy is a good comedian. That shuts down. Social media picks up. And boom, he blows up on there. So he's not like a regular TikTok guy where it's just like, oh, shit, they want me to tour. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's just like, oh, no, I've been doing this for 10 years already. Yeah. Like the 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 like the like social media is just kind of like the, the fucking, uh, it's kind of like the uh, the rose. You know, like the, it's kind of kind of like the sex toy. It just kind of like just took him over the top. The groundwork has been laid already. Yeah, this already, is just yeah, to he help the, the, push you over the media, edge. That was like right on the clip, bam! And it took him over. The, it took him over the top, man. Uh, that's one of my favorite metaphors. So he was. So it. he was. So he was ready, and that's yeah. why I think the, the Midwest the, having the ability to get way more stage time, you know, to, to get these long ass sets. That's why a lot of dudes be trying to run off and go to New York or L.A. or dude. If you if you're getting regular stage time here at the Funny Bone. Or at Go Bananas, or at mm-hmm. Wiley's, or whatever small club, dude, do that as for as long as you can, man. Until you feel like you know what I've done everything I can do here. I need to move on to something else because yeah. people think like, uh, oh, I'm gonna go to New York. It's just uh, like say you work with Sam Morrill at the Columbus Flame Room, right? Mm-hmm. Hang out with him for the weekend. Great, great weekends. Dope. I'm going to New York. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, I'll see you in New York. You go to New York, you're never going to see Sam Morrill. You're not, you're not going to see him. You're not going to hang out with him. You're not going to hang out with Norman. You're not going to be hanging out at the cellar. You're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to be doing that. Because those guys at that level, what they're doing is 
they're getting to the stand. They're getting to the cellar. They're getting to the, and they're doing their spot and they're off to the next one. Next one. They're yeah. not hanging out. Like here, you get to hang out at the. You get to hang out at, at the Liberty Funny Bone, Columbus, Dayton, Indy, the Heliums, all that. You get to hang out. You get to spend three days with a guy who, for the most part, is just not even at his own apartment. The three days or four days they're in New York, they're out doing sets. They're doing podcasts. They're uh, doing TV shit. They're doing stuff. Like a lot of times, the the the, the most uh, still they are is when they're on the road. They get to sit in the hotel room. It's quiet. Nothing going on. That's where you get to know these fucking people. Ooh. Here in the Midwest at the clubs. You're not going to get to know these dudes in New York City, man. You're not. It's just... So, if you're a new dude... Is this on or no? Yeah, it's on. If you're a new dude and you're like, man, I'm, I'm three years in. I want to go to New York. Man, stay here for another three years and fucking get good. Network. And then slowly take trips to New York. Go to L.A., go to Chicago. And then, like, once you network there and you know people and you can get on some shows, then go. Because I'll tell you this, man. Like, I was on my head to get to New York City. I was like, I got to move there. And I was like, you know what? Let me go. And the moment I – and I was living in Ohio. The moment – no, I was in Virginia. My bad. The moment I got there, I did a few shows. I was just like, I ain't fucking moving here. I was like, I don't want to do this shit again. <laughs> I don't want to – it, it was – I was going I was going to those mics in Brooklyn and stuff. 30 people on the lineup. Two minutes. People spending time setting up the camera and shit. It's just like, dude, you're really going to record this two-minute fucking set? <laughs> you know, a lot of them, you got to pick from a bucket. If they don't know you, they're going to put you on last. Yep. Dude, it, it is. It's not fun. It is hard. That's how the improv was. It's, it's hard. Yeah, no, and I still, like, you know, I assumed all of that shit because I, I know enough people that have gone there yeah. and went through that shit. But I'm also, like that's the place to get better like in my head it's still just like oh, you can. it's like training with weights on like no, that's like it sucks but god damn it you're gonna come out fucking razor sharp out of that you can't but would you but would you rather would somebody rather like you said training with weights i would rather be a little ripped and then kind of go ah I'm, I'm trying to find the right i would rather be <laughs> I would want a little bit of like experience and like, hey, I have a hot fifteen minutes. Like everybody knows around here in this area, like this is a hot fifteen. Like people talk about how solid my set is. Like I'm, I'm a pretty yeah. solid comic. Like I think people should wait until they have that at least before jumping to New York. I mean, because this is just you're just in over your head. And like when you get there, it's so expensive. I feel like people's living situation and all that, it, it becomes the first thing on their mind. How the fuck am I going to eat today? Yeah. I mean, and I will say that that also does something to you. But I don't think most people, uh, and I'm not saying this is you or you, but most I don't think most people realize that they're not built for that shit. You know what I mean? Especially when you come from somewhere like, like this where it's nicer. Like if you've never lived in a small shitty apartment with three people and taking the subway and not having a car and have to carry your groceries and you got to like walk down the street to do your laundry and you know if you never had to do that shit you might not yeah. want to you might not it's the little the, it's the little things it's the details that's a good point because that <laughs> shit does not bother me it will absolutely bother my girlfriend yeah and think it's... about that shit in the winter time <laughs> and like you said like when i was in la i was um it sucks like if you had like when we want to go work on like five minutes we can go do five mm. minutes out there you got the bucket on the whim, you might get up there to do two minutes of something that you're not sure is gonna be funny, and on top of that, they were just letting everybody who was their friend bump everybody who was in the that got pulled. It fucking sucked. 
Yeah, but at the I same time, like, it's not like I'm going to fucking make it in Columbus, Ohio. Like, the path to being Jason Banks, that's like, that's a one way, that's one lane, man. Bro, that's, anybody, he got it. Anybody can get on social media and make make things. Because I, I used to fight that shit, too. And I was just like, man, I don't want to make video. I don't want to do this. And I started thinking, it's like, you know what? I could move to New York and do a show for 100 people. And feel good about it because it's the stand or it's whatever it may be. Yeah, I might get to post a cool picture with a backdrop of me at this cool club. But it's just like, yeah, I mean, some people like the picture. A uh, hundred people saw me. Maybe one or two people follow me on social media. That's that's great. Is that why you started that's, doing the, the podcast? Because you wanted to start doing cool. shit online? But yeah, but here in, the, in Columbus, Ohio, look at Jason Banks. This dude started making videos and now he has almost 10 million followers, dude. 10 million. He can he 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 can book his own shows. He didn't have to go to New York. You know how long it would take you to do that shit from New York City? Years. Yeah. Look look at people who have who have still done the thing the traditional way. Like uh, I'll use this for example. Like look at Janelle James. She she plays the she plays the uh, principal on Abbott Elementary. It's the oh okay. See and you you're still like oh yeah. But if I was to say, yeah, my friend was on Rogan, you're like, damn. <laughs> this woman is on the hottest sitcom on TV. <laughs> and this, this and, and she and she did the regular stand up thing for a long time. She wrote on some stuff. <clears throat> let's let's look at her uh let's look at her social media, Janelle James. And I'm not talking shit at all. She's I have worked with her, she's great. hundred and seventy nine thousand followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Great. Jeffrey Asmus. You know Jeffrey Asmus? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you know Jeff. He hasn't done anything, and I'm I'm not taking anything. I to be fair, I know him as of two weeks ago because somebody just but you know who brought him to my attention. No TV credits, none of that. A great, yeah, was you? Great comedian, a hundred and seven thousand. No, no one knows who he is. Okay. You know, he's not on a TV show. It's because one, he's a, he's past the seller. He's in New York. He's a great comedian, right? No, t no, he's not on a TV show, and he's already like at almost the same following amount as a woman who's on the hottest sitcom in America. Jason Banks, how many, how many does he have on? Uh, yeah, over a million. Over a million. He has ten times the followers that she <clears throat> has. Not on TV. And where does he live? Columbus, Ohio. So what you're saying is somebody will discover me here. You you can honestly, man. My, my wife had to be. You can make it anywhere. You really can. But I understand if you want to be seen, you at you still have to go to New York and L. A. at some point. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's like it's not as limiting as it used to be because now we have the power of social media. People have figured it out, and now you really don't have to be in a rush. Like me, when I go to New York City, man. When I when I go to the city. Do I want to do shows? Absolutely, I want to get on stage. But you know what's way more important now? Doing a fucking podcast. So if somebody was like, "What do you want to do? What would you rather?" If I asked you, "What would you? What would you rather do? Would you rather do a five-minute spot at the Comedy Cellar, or would you rather do an hour on We Might Be Drunk, or do Stav Stavros's podcast? What would you rather do?" Yeah, yeah, podcast, yeah. And I do, and and for years, man, like. I, I I got ADHD man and like I get shit stuck in my head and I, I I it won't go away. For years my goal was to perform at the comedy cellar. That that was it. I was like I gotta get to the cellar. Once I make it to the cellar, I'll get seen and I'll be cool and I'll get this and I'll get that. And it's just like I've done it, man. 
I've, I've done the seller thing. It's cool, but it's just like it really doesn't give you what you think it is, is, is what it's going to. And the thing is, I still haven't done exactly what I wanted at the comedy seller. I've done the fat back pussy cat a bunch of a bunch of times. I've been on the stage at the Village Underground. Uh, I've I've done their seller talk show, which I got to do a few jokes, but I did more storytelling about my time in the military and some shit that I've seen uh, working the drone program. But the McDougal Street, like I've I've been there multiple times. I've been in that showroom, but I've never performed at the McDougal Street. That's like the original room. Mm. I want to do that so bad. But I also realized like it's not really going to do anything for me, man. It's, it's not going to change my life working as a comedy seller. But going on a, a, a podcast, that can change a lot for you. Is it going to change your life overnight? No. But it's going to it's gonna expose you to way more fans. You'll get way way more followers. But like When I was on uh, Are You Garbage and when I did Ari's podcast, way more followers than any show I've ever done. I can promise you this podcast is not going to do any of that. Uh, I already know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you know. laughs> but I, but I like doing these, man. I like I like doing these. I, I you know, and I'm and I'm doing what what what, what I saw Norman doing. With you going to town? It's got some young comics that have a podcast. It might not have a lot of yeah. listeners, but I'm 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 getting experience. Yeah, he does some interesting. Where like he shares it on his YouTube. Like he gets clips from all the shows that he's on, yeah. and they're all on his YouTube channel. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can, you can add them to your playlist and all that kind of stuff. And that's great for that's great for your podcast. That's great for him. It's great for yeah. everybody. So I mean, if like honestly, man, like podcasting and posting content, that's where you're really gonna like get your following and all that type of shit. Like there's a there's a newer comic in in uh, in in, in uh, Charlottesville right now. My my, my boy Tristan. I didn't know, but he he already has ninety thousand followers on TikTok. Oh, nice! Yeah, but he's only been doing comedy stand up for maybe six months, if if that. And he's just like, oh man, I really you know uh, I really want to get good at this. This, this. I go, hey man, I go, you don't even realize how far ahead of the game you are by already having almost a hundred thousand followers yeah, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I go, I notice like most people like once they hit like a quarter million, you can start booking a tour. Like my my, my boy Martin Amini. He hit quarter million. Now he's just doing a bunch of one nighters around town. That's that's a that's a nice decent number of people. You can go to agencies and go, hey man, I got a quarter million on TikTok. I can get I can get I can get a hundred people in here. Yeah, and I want to also like I I'm always thinking like I should like cut up like little clips, just like you know thirty second stuff of like funny shit that you said to, on the man. podcast. And I I never do it just because I'm always like it takes enough work to edit a fucking episode together. With between going and doing hitting mics, working full time, and all this shit, other shit that I got to do, it's like I I have to make myself carve out time for it at some point. But yeah. it's at some yeah. point it, we all have to do this. Like this is this is dope, but you have to ask yourself like, okay, like we we want to put out quality stuff, but you don't want to be you don't want to spend too much on something that's not going to give you the return. You know what I mean? Like a lot you don't want to work like you don't want to be wasting too much time on post production shit. Like putting in sound effects and all these graphics and all that kind of shit. It's just like I can't, I, I can't do that shit. I'm not at all. saying that you do that, but some people it's just like it's just like this looks really good, but like nine people saw it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, it happens to me. It happens to a lot of us. And my my friend Corey, he had a, like a, a kind of a, like a, a, a late night type show that he had produced. He was sitting at a desk telling jokes. He had clips. I go, what's up with that? He goes, man, it took way too much work, and I just wasn't getting anything out of it. Like for me. My podcast is 20 minutes, I, and, it, and it's, it doesn't have a big following 
at all. But people, a few people do listen to it. I keep it simple, man. I, I don't. I try not to get too deep into the post production of it. I don't edit shit. I shoot it. I cut the ends off of, of me. Set the part where I'm, I sit down and I pick up my microphone. I cut that out, and the end part where I'm getting up and turning my camera off. I, I, I <laughs> cut that it. off. <laughs> I, sync, I sync the audio and I upload that shit. I got no intro, no music, yeah. none of that shit. No, just, I pulled a, I ripped a free intro music off YouTube, yeah, just, made a slideshow of pictures, and then that was it. Yeah, keep it, dude, keep it simple, and put it out on a, on a, on a regular basis. But like you were saying, which and what I've been doing more is like posting clips of the podcast. That's what's gonna get your podcast known. Yeah. And like, what, yeah, the, dude, this is a big scene. Y'all do these don't tell shows. Find out like the funny bone. Uh, is there a helium here? I don't think so. Right? No. Uh, it's the attic and the funny bone are the dude, two clubs. Those, that's it. You might not be able to get Aaron Berg to come in here, right? But whoever's featuring for him, like if I'm featuring for Norman and somebody was like, "Hey man, you want to do my podcast?" Fuck yeah, I want to do the podcast. It's, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. it makes me feel good. That's somebody. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Go for the feature. Hey man, come do my podcast because eventually that feature is going to be headlining, and over that over time, you're gonna get better as they get better. And then you're not like Joe List. I met Joe List when he was featuring for <clears throat> Tommy Jonigan. When, no he, shit. when he was a fucking drunk mess, that's when I met Joe List. <laughs> like most of the guys that I know now that are headliners, I, I met them when they were features. Damn, I didn't know that he used to do that for Tommy John. I love Tommy John again. I Tommy, think he's dude, fucking he's one, funny. I, Tommy John is one of the best. He just doesn't do it. Is he but, not doing it at all? I think anymore? he writes and he he lives in L.A. He's like he's a writer oh, and stuff like that. It's yeah. a shame. I don't think he does stand up as much. But Tommy John again, he's fucking so good. Oh, what yeah. was that? You were talking about an app. For the uh, you use for videos, where like yesterday when I was talking to you about like, oh CapCut, CapCut, yeah, 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 it's free, dude. You ever use CapCut? It's a it's it's a really good man. You can add so many effects, transitions. They have great captions. They have a lot of different font choices, and uh, most of it, I think most of the really good stuff is is, <clears throat> is free. Like I I haven't had any reason to use any paid things on on CapCut. And what's dope too, they also have a desktop version, so you can do a little bit more. Uh, oh, on, the, nice. on the desktop version you can do like spinning transitions and zoom in pop in pop outs uh, it's all set up so like if, if people aren't really good with Adobe or Final Cut Pro I would highly suggest like if, if you can't afford that shit get cap cut and start recording your shit man yeah the, <laughs> remember the last big idea we had that watch along of the show oh, yeah. the most insane we wanted to do like a like where they we showed the TV show we were watching and us like down in the corner, right? Like doing a watch along. The name of the show. Do you remember the name of the show? I don't remember the name of the show, but it was like trading places, but it was like trading races. Uh, it put white folks and black face and a black couple and white face, and they had to live life like that or something. Yeah, they just lived as black show. people lived as white people. It was produced by Ice Cube. Produced by Ice Cube. It made it real show. <laughs> Very real show, and when I heard it, I was like, that's the most insane thing I've ever heard, and I haven't watched it because I want to watch it as a thing for the first time. I think they take, like, the dad of a white family and put him with a black family, and he has to go blackface and live with them. Jesus. <laughs> they take the black that is wild. That's the, the craziest white. fucking yeah, thing I've ever it, heard. It made it, like, six episodes, and they're like, we can't air this. And this is back in, like, 06. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was insane. Maybe it was three episodes. I want to see. I want to see the black dude in white. This big. (laughs) I want to see. I want to see the black dude in white face and just compare him to Dave Chappelle when he did like the news anchor. That's wild, man. (laughs) I just want to see. 
that, that powdery black, look that black, he had. I think it was called blackface. Blackface, white body. <laughs> black and white. It's called black and white. Black and white God yeah. damn it! I want to see that so bad. Yeah. Wow! What the? <laughs> does it show the? Dude, this is not good. Yeah, it, got it got canceled. Like you mean, bad. you mean morale wise or quality wise? Dude, look at that. That is. That's just racist. <laughs> I'm sure not enough people know. Like it, it's insane how that got swept under. Oh, the dude the the white the family looks like the Chappelle characters. Yeah, he really does. Oh, man, <laughs> the dad really with that mustache. Dude, yeah, that's not good. I look, I understand what they're trying to do, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was the only person that looks like semi normal is like the black teenager. He that's... like he looks he doing. looks like. He just looks like Italian or something. Yeah, yeah they do look like... Italian. Everybody else looks weird. <laughs> Did I, what? <laughs> it's a real... You gotta dig to find it, too. Cause it's like... You should. <laughs> do they give their mom the afro and like, the... Not even the 70s. Dude, it's so bad. It's like... Like, uh, I was thinking, can we go for like a wheezy look? Yeah. A wheezy yeah. Jefferson? <laughs> The mom, the black mom, the, the now white mom. She's got the Karen hair. Uh, it's so bad. Go for the moving on up look, kind of. <laughs> this is this is not good. <laughs> it bugs me because was there not one person in Ice Cube Circle who was like, I want to. It's what, 2006, ooh. though, man. What I'm looking forward to, like, whenever we do get around to finally putting this together and watching it, is just seeing people interacting with them and waiting to see if they're like, like, what are y'all doing? Are you? Is that fucking white face? Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. That is not good, Ice Cube. Yeah, six episodes of maybe. Uh, this is funny because I'm like, it's 2006. I said like, it's, it was the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the to internet fair, sped up a lot of change. So <laughs> it, it is did. weird how like rap, like even five years ago is different. Ten years ago is way different. They're all on YouTube. Iron Man was in blackface in a major Hollywood production, and people were upset that more upset that Ben Stiller was playing a retarded person. That is, yeah. they were way more upset about that. Yeah. But people, there are young people now who every once in a while, I would say a couple times a year, they try to bring that up about mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Jr. and get him in trouble, and everybody is just like, nope, no, no. not happening. It was hilarious. Yeah. It's just like, because I think in the movie, they kind of address the fact that he was doing the things. So. Yeah, he's an asshole in the movie. Yeah, so it's He's like, not like, he's not, in the movie, he's not playing a black person. He's playing an Australian who's insane like said, and stupid I'm playing, playing a black person. Dude, dude, this guy's just another dude. Uh, that's, God damn it. That's it. That, that's, that's the weird part about it, because when you explain it, you have to use his line. Yeah. You can't be mad at that. There's so many layers to it. It's like, hey, they knew what they were doing yeah. when they did this. And I think it was important that they also had that dude in there calling him out all the time on his bullshit. I think yeah. that's also what helped it. Yeah. And then he started making fun of him for being Australian. He's like, slow you roll. <laughs> slow you roll. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah. yeah, they, like, they knew what they were doing was, is, yeah, in the fake movie, they knew, like, hey, this is kind of on the line. Well, like, his story about his mom telling him, I don't think this is a good idea, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> and that's what I, that's the part that kind of bothers me now. It's just like, people aren't even allowed to portray real people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, that's racist. It's just like, yeah, that's because there are real fucking racist people out there. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, if, if we had this, if if we had this show that was based in the '60s and we didn't address any race at all, people would go, "Hey, man, why are you sugarcoating shit?" And then if you do do it, and it's just like, "Oh, oh, you're just gonna say the N word?" It's just like, "Well, yeah, it was the '60s, and this is how fucking people talk, man." <laughs> Who was it? Was it John? Was it how That's his name, Leguizamo? Yeah, yeah John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. He got mad because I think they casted James. Franco to play Fidel Castro or some shit. Oh, yeah, so. and he was like, "Why? Why? Why? Well, he's white. Why would they not pick me?" And then the was like, "You played a midget one time." In the night. <laughs> so like, oh yeah, <laughs> you weren't a midget. played a trans person. You played a midget. Like, why you and a midget? Like, why don't you chill out, John? <laughs> I think it's funny when that happens. When people try to... He's a talented dude, man. John Leguizamo, man, undeniably. I, I think he's so underrated. I, I think he's. Dude. You know what, dude? I think he suffers from almost being so funny and silly that the, people don't even take him seriously. Like, that's how good he is at being silly. Yeah. I think The Pest. The Pest. Do you remember that? He's so good. The Pest was probably one of my favorite He's so good. Uh, the Violator and Spawn. Yeah. You know, He's which so Spawn good. was a shit, you know, kind of a shit movie, but he was fucking great. He's great in John. He's, he's a good actor. He's, he's, I think John, John Leguizamo, at one point, he was like one of my favorite, like, actors, because he was just so versatile. Didn't he, wait, he played a, he played a mentally challenged person, too. It was like, that? I could have swore he played, like, somebody who was mentally slow in New York City, and, like, it had something to do with basketball, because I remember he was, he was, uh, yeah, somebody fucking, Jamie, look that. Jamie. We gotta, we gotta get, like, an intern or something. An unpaid intern. Yeah, one of the, uh, yeah, John Lee was like, he played like a uh, somebody with a, a diminished mental capacity. I don't know what you what to say now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 you know what I'm saying? King of the Jungle? Can, I, can, I, can you pull up uh, like an image of it? I, if, if I see the picture of his character, I can tell you if it's him. But uh, it, just, it just looks like a Hispanic simple jack. Basically, <laughs> he's like some. He looks, he looks handicapped in this little clip before. Oh. King of the Jungle. <laughs> what a title yeah this is it he's got a helmet on yeah. the original title was King of the Jungle Jim yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ you know what I typed in to find that it was the first thing that popped up <laughs> what did you type in don't say it <laughs> <laughs> let me see it's the first thing though in my defense it's the first thing that popped up <laughs> I'll say this. He but typed in John Leguizamo retarded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, oh, shit, that's funny. First thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, so you he, guys were over here pussyfooting around. <laughs> so, yeah, so he, he played. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, you got to go. Let's cut horse. to the chase. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> that was like, uh, that, that's how you search on Pornhub. You just don't even. Get straight to the point. Get straight to the point. <laughs> Black big dick fucking midget. Yeah, you don't know. Oh, reverse cowgirl. Yeah. What pops up? Dude, I can't. I was trying like a few different like sites recently because I was like, you know what? I always use the same site. I want to try out different shit. I got some new dope sites. I can't, man. I'm a Pornhub guy. I can't go to every other site's whack. XNX. I'm an XNXX guy. I feel like most other sites. But I feel like most other sites end up taking you to one of the bigger sites. Like, because XNXX is not really a site. Yes, it is. I don't, the no, videos are hosted on the site. I always thought it was like a directory site. Like if you no, want no, something, no, no. Like, oh, that's on. Oh, they actually have no. videos on. Yeah, that? yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I don't know why I thought it was just like a um, a, like a like if you wanted to watch something, it was just, it would like you could go to XNXS 
type what you want and then you can look at the like see the videos but when you clicked on it it's gonna take you to the Pornhub or like X2 sometimes they're this is like that sometimes Tube, Tube Safari does that uh that's all I'm gonna say. Tube Safari. Yeah, Tube Safari is one of those like it'll take you to a web, yeah, a website. Oh yeah, fucking. Uh, yeah. So Samson, remember, taught us about porn aggregators or porn yeah, aggregates. We're basically yes. yeah, uh, like it's a the whole purpose of it is it to direct you to all the sites oh, yeah, that yeah. have a that's video with this X specific so search like, style. Like yeah. See that's so XNXX was not that at first. I, I use it I use it how, and I'm telling you it's just it's just videos. How long have you used it? Uh years. Cuz I I was okay maybe somebody just said the wrong thing cuz someone told me that the XNX I've used it too but I always thought it was a, just an aggregate site where you Yeah, no. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a Pornhub guy, man. You I guys just don't uh, stray to I don't I I, I try to avoid like the super professional like well lit yeah, thing because it's not my yeah, thing and that's see, most of Pornhub it's hard to find stuff outside of that I, I, my porn needs to be somewhat grainy I yeah need... you have to see like a date where, like a date and like a battery I like security cam footage <laughs> porn <laughs> my black porn needs to have the uh, it's got, I need to have the fucking uh, the fire the fire alarm beeping in the background <laughs> If, yeah, if, if he doesn't have on socks and if it's not the beep in the background, I don't want to watch it. It is so funny to see people fuck with shoes on, like naked, but fucking with shoes there on. Was it's so old funny. porno I used to dress that probably got taken down. This was back in middle school. Where after he fucks her, all you hear her, she turns around and says, Is that camera recording? And then it cuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I got into the video because I'm like, She didn't even know this is dirty. No man, but uh, anyway, the original point why I brought this up is because like I stumbled across like a video, uh, where it was I think might have been actual. Be careful before you finish this. What are you gonna? Actual like brother sister. Oh man, did you come? No. No, it's th- it's it ruined they it ruined everything. Like or... They were twins. <laughs> <laughs> no, because here's the thing: that was, title comes up so thing. much that I like ignore it. Like, I, it doesn't determine whether or not I click on it because every fucking video I see How is step you... bro brothers, and I'm just like, I'm scrolling down the main pages of porn sites, and it just seems to be like the thing. But how did you stop like mid whack to be like I think they look too closely related? No, what what ended up happening <laughs> is that um. Like somebody was yelling through the door, and I was like, "You better not be doing what I think you do." And then it was a quick scramble, and I was just like, "They're not that good of actors. They're not that good of actors." And it was like a cell phone propped up against like somebody's oh, like bookshelf, so and I was just like, like "Be real, yeah." Oh no! And I was like, "Don't, don't know." Yeah, that's. Like, I felt real weird after that. I, I think that. they said that's like the that number mean. one porn thing right now is like stepbrother and stepmom shit. Yeah, that's which like, step is like fine, whatever. I but uh, to me, it's still like a little creepy. I want like one step removed of like, you know, I still I get the idea of it. Like you know, it's like forbidden. Like, how about like you know, like girlfriend's friend or like ex yeah. or like ex's kind of or ex's friend or something like you're like nasty breakup and you fuck your ex's best friend something like that where it's like a little like you're you're an asshole for doing it but also you know no they got that they got that that's so weird how just the title of the thumbnail just like oh yeah it's like the situation is hot 
And like, mm-hmm. not, you know what I mean? That's that's how weird. Oh, yeah, how there is. was one I heard someone. It was just called anal cheaters. And I was like, well, like, <laughs> you know what's, what's, what's <laughs> funny is like when you see like an amateur couple try to get a they try to get like a clip to pop. So mm-hmm. they're like me and my me and my girlfriend having sex, and it's like the same thumbnail. It's just like fucking my best friend's girlfriend while she while, <laughs> yeah, while he cries yeah, in the closet. Just like, it just gets worse and worse. But it's funny because like the views are getting higher. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have enough money to pay the mechanic. Yeah. Oh, no. And I'm like, I just. No, I used to. I yeah, used to have a. couldn't pay for her brake pads. Yeah. I used to have a bit about uh, how funny, uh, like, wondering, uh, like, the mean porn titles that just insult a girl and, like, call her, like, a pig, and wondering whether or not she knew that was going to be the title when she filmed oh, that day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, uh, so when you put it out, like, what's going to be the name of it? It's like, oh, it's Fat Ugly Pig Gets Destroyed Like the Animal She Is. And he's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> cool. Send me that link I'll share. <laughs> they have that one category of... Uh, you told me we were doing stepsister shit today. <laughs> it's like that white dude who just berates women before he fucks them. And it's on a couch. But it's like, oh yeah, he's, he's it's like, like the casting couch, pig. but wait, he's wait, like wait, really wait, mean. So wait a minute, funny. wait a minute, y'all watch with the sound on. Yeah. What? Oh, you gotta hear his jokes. They're really good. Y'all watch porn with the sound. Yeah. Yeah. What? You're, nah, you're the weird one. Whoa. Nah. Why are you like why? in public when you're watching it, or like why? Why would you not have the sound on? I think it's just. I think it's. I think it's just. Um. I think it's just. Um. The sounds this, are important. I think it's just years of like this uh, being young and like just keeping it down. Having to you put subtitles on your porn? No, I'm not crazy. <laughs> oh, you know what they do have? They have, have you ever? Have you ever? I'm, I'm really kidding, but have you ever heard? Have you seen the descriptive porn? What is that? Oh. Where like for people who can't see, they're like, she's, she's now sucking his. Cock. Oh, it's like an audio book like for porn. For, it's yeah, for people who can't really see well. She's yeah. now stroking the head of his, his penis. It's going in. Like, they're describing it for people who really might not be able to see very it, well. It's yeah. huge for women. Like, oh, women yeah. are super into it. Like, the descriptive. What's it called? Descriptive porn? Yeah, like, they'll, you'll see it. They'll have, like, descriptions. or It's not captions, but it's just, like, audio captions for people who really can't see well. Okay. Or some people might get turned on turned on by it. Like, uh, I mean, there's shit I've, weird shit I've, I've, uh, I've stumbled into. Like, um, jerk-off instructions. I or like, uh, hate it. I just wanted to see like what like what is this or like moaning into a camera? Just... Somebody has to be fucking. I like like the... I can't I, I can't watch just some girl masturbate. I can't like yeah, I can't watch weird. the jerk off instruction How and like you? posing. Thirty one. Yeah, I'm not old enough. <laughs> no, listen You're to me. Not old enough. Hey, I, I I bet you when you like when you over thirty five, you'll be able to jerk off to way different shit. I've also been married for eighteen years. See, okay. I feel like it accelerates nah. like. Like it's because like when I was, uh, I don't know, probably like seventh grade, like we got like one of my friend's dad's playboys and we didn't want to take the magazines. So we just ripped out pages and I just had like a shoebox full of like individual pages because I figured if the whole magazine's missing, but if I perfectly remove a page, it was a stupid thought. I was seventh grade and horny. So chill out. No, I tore it along the seam of the fucking pages missing out of this magazine. Why, why is this magazine now just a pamphlet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, you used to be able to jerk off to, like, super simple shit. Okay. Cranking one out before the Girls Gone Wild commercial ended. Damn. Like, yeah. That's, that's some work. That's yeah, I used to jerk off to those all the time. That's, that's like, you know, 13, 14 that was prime a, jerk days. Damn, that's some that's some quick jerking right there. Fuck oh, the other 
just you just read. You know what really sucked though was that in my house it's the growing up it's the living room and then the bedroom door for my parents is like right there. So like it was always just like a panic of like. Okay, I have 15 seconds to just knock this out. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been caught jerking off? No. Uh, no. Not by my parents, by my college roommate. I got caught by my mom. That shit sucked. Oh. You remember the Scramble TV? Like, uh, oh, dude, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've done yeah. that before. But the ice, when I was younger, I, sometimes I would jerk off to like, because um, back in the day, ESPN used to have workout shows during the week. Okay. They, You ever heard of like Denise Austin? Remember the name sounds familiar. Vaguely familiar. I'm, I'm way I'm, I'm 43. I'm way older than you. <laughs> she was like a she was like a workout person. So you just jerked off like workout instructional videos on ESPN. Like... Images, videos. Dude, I tell you what used to be the big thing. Whenever they'd have the free movie channels weekend, like all like when you'd get like the Showtime and the stars. That's Austin. Uh, yeah, oh I yeah, so, like, they would have like these. My mom and my stepmom had those fucking videos. To, yeah, 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 on, yeah. Like the women would wear like, dude, come on, it was like, it was like IG before IG because like, the <laughs> women they would wear like the biker shorts, but then wear like the thong thing over it, and they would be sitting there like doing like five, eight, seven. Come on, get it, yeah, come yeah. on, right there. And I'm Absolutely, like, that's <laughs> that's prime jerky. Yeah. But dude, so like whenever they did like the free movie weekends. Because oh, yeah. then you could go to like Showtime and you could see like Cinemax like After Dark and be like, after dark. Like oh my god, that was uh, fucking taxi awesome. Confessions, they didn't really show a lot there, but it was still like, those and just so, straight up softcore pornos. Off to, like a documentary about prostitution in New York. Oh man, I've seen that one with the, <laughs> <laughs> the HBO one. Yeah, it's like a Jewish lady with a fat ass. Yeah, I've seen all those. Oh yeah, every time those. <laughs> it's interview. like hookers on the point or some shit yeah, like that. Interview her. Yes, hookers on the point. Yes, I'm gonna go fuck this trick and I'll show her in the car. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, she's probably fucking that guy. That's probably what's going on. Dude, one time it lined up that I was, uh, parents were gone for the weekend, and it was the same weekend, and dude, that they had the free movie channels, I jerked off 20 times that weekend. Fan. I mean, and just, insane. just fucking to, to ridiculous. Your dickhead looks like this. Yeah, like, I was, <laughs> I was chafed. I literally had, like, yeah. scabs, like, little light scabs. <laughs> I, I chafed my like, fucking yeah, dick bad. I used to have scabs on my shit, man. Oh. It's such a horny kid, man. Oh, dude, I, I tried to fuck a shampoo bottle once. Oh, dude, I used to fuck couches when I was a kid. I, I, never I, fucked, I fucked my bed. Somebody... Uh, told me that uh, if you get a paper bag wet and put it in between your mattress and your box spring, it feels I've like pussy, and it I just the, uh, it just fell apart immediately. I did the boiled shit. spaghetti in like in a plastic bag, and then you fill it with like lube inside like a, a toilet paper holder. You guys, okay? No, I'm, I'm listening. No, no, it's pretty good. It's like, no, it sounds like you're like uh, making like, a fifi I, with like, like, like yeah, extra I, stuff. I like Italian chicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, felt, it, felt, it, was, it was okay. My spaghetti o face. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> no. I caught my friend's dad eating his mom's pussy. Their mom's oh, pussy. They were 69ing. Damn. Did they know that you caught them? Yeah. Because <laughs> we were playing in the basement. They heard the camera click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like probably 10, 12, and we were, uh, we were playing, in the, and they had a finished basement. Like, you know, 90s, finished basement was like shit. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and I was like, oh, I left my something upstairs in the room. 
You know, it's like Saturday morning, and they were probably figuring, like, they're downstairs, they're playing Nintendo. We got, like, an hour. You know what I mean? We can we do whatever. But they were dumb. They left the door open. Like, Oh, that's crazy. So I'll go upstairs, man, and I'm, like, running to the room to go, like, get something. And, like, out of the corner of my eye, I just see Mr. Rebus, who's now passed on. I just see him, like, he has ass cheeks in his face. <laughs> and, like, he hears me go up the stairs, and he just looks over <laughs> And I'm like, oh, she's like, what is going on? And like, I got just turn around and run back down the stairs. But dude, he had a fucking face full of ass and just looked over. We locked eyes, and I just turned around and ran back down the stairs. Like, did I, you I, tell everybody immediately? I was just like, oh, something weird is going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I feel like they wanted to get caught. They left the door open. It was weird. That's man. crazy. How funny would this be when he locked eyes? He heard a camera click. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. We got him. Look at his face. Look at his face. Look at how surprised he is. I think your dad's looking for something your mom's butt or something. I can't explain what was going on. It was something weird going on, man. Yeah. He was trying to. I've never seen that wrestling move before, but. Yeah. I think your dad was a wrestler. I caught my dad jerking off. He's tapping out. He's tapping out. Let him go. But he wasn't watching porn. He was just sitting butt naked at the edge of his bed, staring into the closet. And I walked in, and I was like, yo, Dad. He jumps up real quick and slams the door. And I'm like, what are you, are you all right? And he's like, I'm folding laundry. And I was like, I'm just going to go downstairs. Oh, dude, have you seen that video? That dude busted his uncle on the couch. His uncle fell asleep naked with his dick in his hand and, like, pouring on the TV. And he's just asleep. Oh, man. That's funny. That's, I got to be on World Star more often. Soon. I got to get out. Yeah, how man, we, we can. We've been going. We can wrap this. Up. Uh, it's over an hour, oh, almost yeah, an hour yeah. twenty. Yeah, oh, yeah we can wrap good. this shit up. We'll close on. All right, yeah, it was a good jerk off conversation. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we ended it uh, with a money shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All right, man. well, cool, man. Thanks for coming oh, on. Dude, appreciate I, I appreciate y'all coming. I mean, y'all coming. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> having, so you that shit. I appreciate y'all letting me on the show, man. I had a lot of fun. The don't show, don't tell shows here are, are really dope. Um, yeah. Dude, that guy's house was insane, man. Yeah. So nice, man. That guy's house was crazy. It was, it, like, it definitely looked like a place where, like, you film, like, swinger porn. Like, oh, yeah. like yeah. orgy yeah. party porn. Yeah. Like, just so many fucking couches. Yeah, it's, like, too open space for me, kind of. Like, yeah. yeah, you guys, like, we're just like you guys just throw down tarps here and just fucking go like, out. something I can't afford anything. I know that I know. fucking saxophone on that is like I'm he had fucking he had a goddamn feathers with electric current running through it that were vibrating oh, dude, I want that thing I was like oh, what so the cool, fuck man? is going yeah. on like, I, I wanted to look at everything but I'm like he's probably gonna think I'm casing the joint or something so I'm just oh like, no I was like I love your art dude yeah. he took me around with you, but I felt you I felt the same yeah, way I was I like I don't want to just start Looking at too much shit because this yeah. is someone's private residence. When I went to go pick my keys up, he immediately greeted me at the door and I was just like, all right, have a good night. Like, I don't think you want <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of people to have in your house, man. I yeah, and then he, he comes up and he's like, hey, like at the end of the show, tell him that, like, you know, people are welcome to, like, stay and hang out and drink. And I was like, you're trying to have a fucking orgy in here. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. for sure. <laughs> that's probably what those cougars are going to do. They're probably gonna oh, dude, I had to get up out of there, man. They were, they were <laughs> way too handsy for me. <laughs> Yeah, the one lady was about to say something real weird, but she was just like, "You're just so talented." Virile. That's basically that was the vibe, man. That was the vibe. I was like, "Man, this is not good." 
Does that happen a lot? Like, that has to no. suck. It feels like the porn version of Get Out. I'm gonna fucking... I gotta dip right now. I mean, over the years, this happened quite a bit, but I mean, some people do think, like, uh, people... I get hit on a lot on the road, women, just, but that's that's not the case. I don't I don't really give off a vibe that I'm trying to fuck, so, like, a lot of women don't say shit. Uh, you know, people might might say, oh, you're a good-looking guy or whatever, but, but other than that, I don't have people throwing pussy at me, man. It's not, it's not like that. Every once in a while, it might, it might get weird. Um, when me and Norman did Addison... There was definitely a couple that was about to ask me some weird shit. I could, cause I could tell, man, cause like they would, they just stood there and stared at me the entire time. And one part, at one point, I called. She was like, just go, 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 go. She was like, go, go, And I just, I looked at them. and I was just like, no. <laughs> you just. I just, I, just, I just gave that vibe. I looked at like, mm-hmm. don't do it. Like, don't come over here, man. He finally builds up the courage. Like, I need to look at him. Like. Uh, I gave it a look like a, I think I know where this is going. I'm not interested. Dude, man, a friend of my girlfriend's friend one time was just uh, drunk and loudly talking. She's like, I'd love to watch you two have sex. And I was like, huh? She's like, yeah, I'd be into that. Like, I'll join if you guys want. But if not, like, I'll just watch. And I was like, okay. Um, I just met you today, but this is nice. Would you let somebody watch you? A woman, maybe. Yeah. I can do that shit. Yeah. I, after I lose about like fifty pounds, I like, do it, like I just I'd be too like, oh, man. How but do my titties gotta, look from the gotta, side? Gotta, look at the, all right, let me ask you. We gotta, we do gotta go. But yeah. the porn that you watched is, is everybody's body perfect, or you, you don't remember? Um, see, so you don't even know. No, I'm giving. I'm gonna give you an honest oh, okay. answer. Um, better than mine. I don't. I don't want to see like because there's almost a certain part of my brain where I'm like. Why the fuck are you in a porno? It's like I, the same reason you don't want fat models. It's like, no, you achieved greatness. You I'm get not, to be a model. No, You've got really. a big old dick. You get to do porn, all right? You don't like plus-size models? I'm into, like, thicker chicks. I, For whatever reason, I don't want to see a fat dude. Oh, okay. I, th- I don't know why I thought you were talking about women. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, you don't want to see a fat dude? That's kind of good. Yeah. I, I don't want to see a guy at all. <laughs> yeah, no, because uh, I know like the penis envy is crazy, yeah. man. It's just like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, why don't I don't have this? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's weird when you watch a video like yeah, I'm about to beat off to this, and you pull out your fucking pathetic dick, like ugh. Yeah. So, yeah. Somebody went through my history. It's like, why don't you watch more like black porn? And I was like, because there's a certain time where it's like, all right, enough's enough. You gotta cut it off here. As a black man, I agree. I I always ask that. Where we're all about representation. We talk about representation. Where the fuck is regular sized black dicks in porn? They get fucking made fun of. They pull out just an average piece, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" I I don't know. Do you ever watch like those like extra small videos where it's like some petite chick with a black dude and like they put their dick up to her forearm? Dread. Dread. I don't know the name. You want to see Dread? Not really. <laughs> Not really. Uh, we'll close on this because we've brought him up eight times on this podcast. <laughs> and then, and but then, these <laughs> these women will put their this, the penis up to their forearm and then like will stop like Dude, right below the, the shit. Wrist. Like it has to go up to their heart. Yeah. There's no way. Like there's no way it's not doing oh, internal damage. Dude, he looks like a skin. Let me see. I just uh, want to see his face. I don't want to see his dick. Yeah, and a lot of pictures they're just putting their forearm up to it. That is that is crazy. <laughs> He's got to be Jamaican. <laughs> DJ two, <laughs> DJ one, DJ two feet, <laughs> DJ one. I bet you, your dad's Jamaican. I bet your dad's got a huge yeah, dick. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I've seen, he does. I've seen it way too. He walked across oh, naked. 
That's crazy. Confidence, dude. Well, uh, <laughs> you walk around butt ass naked throughout He's the fucking house. <laughs> eating cereal with it. <laughs> <laughs> he rests the cereal bowl on top of it. Just <laughs> it comes up and feed him like Chris, like, like a fucking elephant's trunk. Yeah. Just bringing him an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want to pet it? <laughs> <laughs> if my dad saw my dick, you'd be so disappointed. He comes on the woman, grabs a tissue, and throws it to her. <laughs> 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 he goes to have a heart-to-heart with yeah. you. He just wraps and taps you on the shoulder. Take it, baby. Come God. here, buddy. <laughs> Dude, this is, this is What's that guy from Star Wars with, the, with, this, with his head that wraps around his neck? The guy from Star Wars? You know the Star Wars guy? Which, okay, which Star Wars guy? The guy with the long meat fucking neck thing. You don't know that character on Star Wars? Oh, like Jabba the Hutt's no, assistant or whatever? No, it's, we, it's, we missed it. <laughs> All we know is my dad has a big dick. Okay. Oh, shit. On that note. On that note, uh, let's I'm go gonna, fucking jog. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for having me, man. appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Thanks for being on. Follow me on social media at Chris Allen Comedy. All three people that listen to me. <laughs> You're not even exaggerating. Yeah, it's like three people. people. I'll, I'll share it. People, I think people. some people will watch it. Cool, man. Yeah. We get some... Oh, that, you stop.